hello, hello everyone and welcome to Indebted Podcast where we are injecting positive vibes into all of our lives. Hi everyone. Hi, Avan just started reversing outside, very loud, but hello, welcome. My name is Diana. Hey, hey. My name's Alexandra. Uh, please make sure that you leave us a five-star review on a Spotify and Apple podcast and use the hashtag Inject it podcast on Twitter. Yo. How's everyone doing this week? I'm good. I'm good. Um, I went to puppy yoga yesterday. Best thing I've ever done. <laughs> Did you guys do any yoga? <laughs> yeah. So like the first from your videos is yoga. It, it just looked like you were just playing with the puppies. <laughs> yeah. Well, I couldn't. I, like it's a bit inappropriate, isn't it? When you're doing yoga to just get your phone out and start recording everyone in like weird yeah. positions. So like the yoga bit at the beginning, I actually focused on doing yoga. And I actually like, it was quite, quite tiring actually. Like <laughs> I haven't done proper yoga in ages. And he was like, right, jump up jump down sit there and I was like fucking hell I can't actually keep up but it was it was really fun and then like within half an hour they bring all the dogs out and then you get the dogs for like half an hour and then oh so the dogs aren't there when you're doing the yoga well at the end they give you like 10 minutes of like a cool down and then when you're like laying and doing the different like positions and stuff they put the dogs like in between your legs or like on your chest if you're laying down only if you want to obviously so it's like um, a mixture of proper yoga and then um and then like yoga with the puppies around and then playing with the puppies so it's it's really nice then we got a smoothie at the end which was really cute interesting it was a really cool company that i did it with like if you go on my instagram you'll find it but um the guy who ran it was an asian guy and um a lot of the people that worked there were asian as well and it kind of felt like Mm -hmm. a bit more authentic than what it would if you were going to an all white kind of yoga class yeah. it felt yeah. it felt good I like they the knew what they were doing gentrification with the puppies yeah. as well in Tottenham too <laughs> like it was in Tottenham I thought yeah. this can't be like an all white kind of yoga yoga mum class and it wasn't it was like it was really cool I had a good time okay that's good yeah that's good. it looks your... like you guys had fun yeah I did how was your weekend um not bad just I one thing like I had one thing you know guys I loved cocktails yeah mm. and it's coming to the point where it's like can I even drink anymore I'm, and it's really upsetting me like I had two drinks two drinks and a and a, and a fruity shot mm. why is it that I'm hanging and <laughs> I need to throw up and it's just like what is going on why can't I why can't I have one thing like it's you just not get, fair you could have non-alcoholic cocktails no no exactly one no. thing <laughs> <laughs> one thing i want to do <laughs> my body's telling me no like mm. what this is yeah it's just really upsetting and i'm just just like is this what it is this is this is this what it means yeah this is your late up? 20s this is what happens Everything changes. Oh my God. She said my late twenties. She said she's talking like she's been yeah, like she's been twenty five for there. how long? <laughs> <laughs> this girl's it's just turned twenty five. <laughs> it's what I hear. It's what I hear. It's just it's it's just so sad. It's like mm. ew. This is what twenty seven is going to look like. Gross. Mm. Maybe you need to like build your tolerance up. Yeah, but how do I do that? Drink when more. I, I want to throw up each time. So then that means I just have to keep doing it. Yeah. 
But that must be it though, because at uni, obviously, you just used to drink. Mm. And just used to drink every every week. Maybe you need to drink like heavier things every now and then so that like a cocktail with a bit of alcohol doesn't like finish you off. Yeah, but like heavy like what? Like wine, like strong wine. Like drink more wine. So because mm. I do like, I like drinking red wine, but then it's like, you know, like when you just need a boo to be chilling with to be drinking red wine. Mm, yeah, I remember you said That's that. That's kind of what it is. Yeah. Mm. It's like... Yeah, like potentially I may have a boo, but that, that guy is all about Ray and nephew. So that's strong. <laughs> that can help you build your tolerance. Up. Oh gosh, no, I do not want to be dying. Mm, I know what you mean. That, <laughs> that just is death. <laughs> yeah, but um, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, <sighs> it's just so. Just everything is just. It's just sad. Yeah. Yeah, I forgot to say I saw Coco from Love Island at um, at Puppy Yoga. She was doing oh, yoga you? near us. Yeah, didn't talk to oh. her though. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Fair enough. Mm. <laughs> but yeah. Um, okay, should we get into news? <laughs> yeah, That's I don't really quick, have much more to say. Quick that intro. Was a very we normally quick like you just we go off on tangents. Yeah, I don't really have any tangents. I feel like, like we just spoke about our tangent. Yeah. And like, then we just forgot about it all. Life is busy and you just you forget. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, let's get into news then. Quick yeah. episode, guys. <laughs> we'll be done in 30 minutes. <laughs> um, so, I don't even know if that's possible for us. No, I actually, it's not. It's really not. Um, <laughs> like, this is kind of a happy news story. So, London Museum. Well, a London museum has agreed to return 72 objects, um, looted objects from Benin City in 1897 Ooh. to the Nigerian government. Um, the Horniman, is that how you say that word? Horniman, Horniman Museum and Gardens, located in South London, announced the transfer in the news last Sunday. All of the objects were taken from the Kingdom of Benin in what is now now the capital of Edo State in the southern Nigeria during a British military operation in February 1897 the museum said so these were really stolen the military <laughs> went in and took them just the way like <laughs> the way we just actually have just have shit it's just and the like, cheek. oh yeah this was this was looted so like you guys know I don't like the word know. looted as well because it makes it seem like less fun. Well, looted is just like a random word. It's like, no, they were stolen. They were but taken. No, I feel like looted though. Looted, I feel like looted is stronger than stolen. Because really? looted, I don't like the word. you've got, I feel like looted, you've gone in, you've mashed up the place and taken. Mm. Like you, I feel you like it's went not strong in, enough though. I need a stronger word. I feel like it's stronger because it's like you know when they talk about riots, they don't, you don't mm. they don't talk about oh yeah places got had things stolen in a riot. No, the places got looted in riots. Mm. You know, like true. they they went in there and took everything. It's true. So I, I, like looted to me sounds stronger than just oh yeah this was stolen. Like stolen, you can steal one thing, but looted means that they ransacked the whole place and just took everything. Mm-hmm. Why are there people screaming outside? Like honestly, now that I'm in London, people just scream for nothing. Like why is everyone just screaming? For nothing. Madness. And there's also oh. a oh, forensics. I did have more updates. 
Okay, go on. Let's let's jump back. Sorry, (laughs) going back to updates. Yeah, like so. Yeah, it hasn't been too bad. I I had a brand steal content from me. Mm. Um, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna name the brand because they're black owned. But yeah, they they stole my content and we're using it on a sponsored ad. Yeah, which is just a bit mad, and I've I've told them. Oh, oh it's yeah, a sponsored ad. Yeah, so so I just said to them, oh, um, I'm glad that you enjoy my content. Like, do you, like, do you mind crediting me and tagging me on this? Mm. And then they're like, oh, you were meant to be tagged. We we we're using the ads agency, and we send over all the names. You should have been tagged. And I was just like. So then I just said to them, okay, well, if you if you want to use my real, my rates are X, Y, Z. Because I'm like, don't be, don't be just taking my video from a year ago and using it for a sponsor for a sponsored ad. That's just yeah. that's just rude. It's so cheeky. It is rude. It is really rude. And as well, I just feel like, no, you knew what you were doing. Mm. <laughs> you knew what you're doing because the video has been saved it's been cropped so my username wasn't even in there mm. do you know what I mean so it's just like no you know what you're doing you guys didn't even acknowledge my post when I posted it and tagged you guys in it you didn't acknowledge any of my stories that I tagged you guys in so like you know like some people like they'll just like even like it in the stories mm. or they'll you know they'll just like it like the post yeah but like yeah. they didn't acknowledge anything yeah. So you can't go and steal my con- steal my video and use it for a sponsored ad. What the fuck? It's not right. It, it's not it's right. It's not at all. Um, it's raining like, outside. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Is, is it? Finally. Finally, after 20, 40 days and 40 nights, we've got some rain. Oh, gosh. Um, but yeah, I think that's so wrong. Like when, when. They're, like they've been sneaking and cropping your name out and stuff it's like they, yeah. it's all intentional it is it is intentional and as well it's just kind of like the only way I saw it as well is because my friend sent it to me <laughs> thinking oh look at you you're doing so well Yeah. and it was like oh they didn't tell me that they were going to be using my video they didn't yeah. ask me like sneaky at, le- at the very least ask my permission because then they, they try to be like oh we'll tag you in it blah 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 and I was like okay look my, these are my rights if you want to yeah. use my video yeah because they were just like they were just gonna try and tag me in it and it's like no mm-hmm. you've stolen my content now you can pay me yeah <laughs> I need to up my, my rates for paid for for something that you'll be getting yeah. money through you can pay yeah, me exactly because that the purpose of them doing a sponsored post is to get some sort of like return on their investment. So it's like mm-hmm. cheeky, cheeky as fuck. It is. It's so cheeky. But at least mm-hmm. like I know that my content's like good. Yeah, exactly. That's like an ego boost a little bit. Like oh, brands actually yeah. fuck with me. Yeah, they were trying to say as well at the end. They were like, "Oh, okay, yes, we'll remove the video straight away, and um, hopefully we can collaborate in the in the future." And I'm like, "Okay, cool. Hmm. Like, not even. Oh, we'll rectify this. We'll send you. We'll pay. We'll do the payment. No, yeah. let, let me just take. Let me just. We'll just take the video off, and maybe in the future we'll we'll collaborate. But no, you shouldn't be stealing people's content for free anyway, mm. regardless." Yeah, that's the thing with social media. You literally do have to be careful because there's like, when I follow skincare influencers, there's a lot of these Mm -hmm. like low-key brands that take people's before and after pictures and pretend that it's 
their own product that has caused the person's before and afters with their skin Mm. and it is so bad like you just don't know about it unless someone tags you in it or unless someone sends it to you they're just stuff like that is quite common it's really it's really bad Mm. and as well it's kind of like as well when they want to take from like because this this brand they've got like 13k followers and stuff you know Mm. like and so I wouldn't say that they're a small-ish, like no. they're like medium, medium-sized brand, you know. Yeah. So it's kind of like, why why are you doing this? You you know how, that you, how to work with content creators. Yeah. I'm sure yeah. you do. And it's just such a shame because obviously they're a black-owned brand, and then and then like they still want to steal from black people as well. Yeah, it's not it's not right. Like. I, I bought those products out of my own money, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Like it wasn't gifted or anything. I bought those products. So mm. why are you stealing it? Yeah. Yeah. It's just so, so rude. It's mm-hmm. so cheeky. That's how I remembered it because we were talking about steal versus loot. Yeah, stealing. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So next topic Jackie Aina. So this links to us talking about Africa a little bit and Nigeria. So Jackie oh, Aina. I think I saw a video on this. Mm, yeah, I think okay, you did. Yeah. She um she's released her own candle range of like luxury candles. And she like the names of them are inspired by the country that one of her parents is from, so Nigeria. And she called mm. one of the candle name Sorosoke which I hope I didn't say that wrong which basically um, is a protest slogan for like um, do you remember SARS when everyone was talking about that yeah Um, it was that's basically a slogan that Nigerians used to base it's kind of like similar to referencing the SARS movement yeah it's similar to how like, it's people similar say, to say her I name. can't breathe like with George, George Floyd and um, yeah. Brianna Taylor say her name and um, stuff like that it's kind of like the equivalent so um, she's pulled the name from her um, candle range because she got a lot of criticism because like some of the other names are like quirky like um I can't think of any of them now. Some of the names are like quirky, but for for some reason she put this one in here. Um, yeah. And I think at first she started to block people that criticised her. So yeah, that got a lot of bad attention, but eventually she changed it. Um, and I believe she apologised as well. But, but it's um, just that, I think yeah. it's just, why is it that... Um, why is it that like okay you're you are a big influencer you're a black influencer yeah so the other the other candle kind of names the, she's got soft life no wahala spice yeah. of life i think that that's it looks like that was the range and they've only got three of them there now um what what i don't understand is her is like of one of the biggest kind of like biggest black influencers mm-hmm. and why is there no one on her team double checking this why is there not a nigerian person or a team of nigerian people that she's working with do you know if if it's going to be inspired maybe this isn't this isn't the best thing or you know Mm. and and it's like that why is no one just just double checking that it would be like is this all right yeah you know like obviously sorosoke has it has a meaning behind it like um i've forgotten what it means but um I'll have a look. but the fact is is that it um the fact is though is that like 
it being used is being like the equivalent to I can't breathe. Yeah. Like why why is this now used frivolously in a candle collection? Hmm. Like it's just it's just you're just missing the mark. And her as well as um as a Nigerian um American woman, it's kind of like why why do you keep keep just missing the mark mm. and then when people want to criticize you you're blocking them mm-hmm. like because uh, is she going to go back and unblock all those people yeah do, do you know what i mean it's true like, and listen why, why is the first thing you think to do is to block mm-hmm. when when you get a bit of criticism like take on the criticism like beyonce took um had to remove um, she had to remove the song Heated because there was a slur in it and she mm. re-uploaded it. So like, um, same with like, um, what's her name again? Lizzo. Lizzo, Lizzo, yeah. yeah. She just like, when she, she brought out a song, they said oh, there's a slur, took it off, changed it, put it back. You know, like just take the criticism and change it. You know, yeah. like you'll be respected much more. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I find it like it's interesting as well that black people across the diaspora, like outside of Africa, outside of the Caribbean, how mm-hmm. we actually, I feel like we like to pretend that we're so connected to our countries, but we're yeah. we're quite far removed. Like if, especially exactly. me, for instance, like I'm half white. My dad's Jamaican, but he was born in London. My grandma, mm-hmm. she died in Jamaica. I've got loads of aunties and uncles who were born over here, a few that were born in Jamaica, but I don't know much about, the struggles and it, it kind of has reminded me like maybe I do need to be a bit more in tune with like the big issues and the political issues going on over there because I'm all happy like listening to the music the food all the mm. celebratory side of it but when it comes to the real things that people need help with I feel like I need to be a bit more connected and I feel like a lot of people black people across the world that are living in like first world countries now mm. kind of need to remember what people are actually going through in their countries and not just yeah. be there to celebrate and dance and you know enjoy the music but then at the same time like um cause talking about just being a bit more connected like because okay we we hear about things when like it comes in the big news and we hear it over mm. here but it's like um like how do we know like what it is that we need to be doing maybe sometimes like celebrating the culture and actually going there and spending our money mm. there would is is helping but True. like obviously this is like but not even th- that's not me to dismiss like mm. what you're saying because at the same time yeah we should probably know a bit more but again like like i'm just yeah like i'm just thinking of it in that way in that stance as well because it's like we mm. can we can be thinking oh we should be learning more knowing more blah 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 but then it's kind of like we we are we are slightly removed, but then it's like we're still kind of like a Caribbean culture within the UK because mm-hmm. like when like and there is a difference because like say like say we go to we go back to like say for example you going mm. back to Jamaica and stuff like they can tell the difference people who've been raised in the mm. UK and who have been raised in Jamaica yeah, like because I remember I was having this argument with um, not argument just this discussion with um like my aunties my aunties and mm. uncles and they were talking about um the whole you know the whole white yardy situation with ZZ yeah. Mills yeah like, a lot of um a lot of people like from Jamaica were just like oh that like yeah those um those British people they think that they're Jamaican but like they're they're not kind of thing mm. because like because we're so because we've been we've been brought up in the UK like mm-hmm. we are so we are quite actually quite far removed from yeah, yeah. from Jamaican culture because we didn't grow up there you know mm. and um 
which is the truth. And like, and like, even with and with that argument with the whole white yardie situation, white yardie is more Jamaican than than say yeah. like Zizi Mills because because he's actually grown up there, mm-hmm. and it's like and the mentality, you know, his upbringing and mentality will be different because he's grown up in that culture. Um, yeah, it's true. So it's, it's true. It's even hard to say, like. <laughs> I feel like there there must yeah. be more that a lot of us can do that like there's in every country there's going to be like grassroots organizations that mm. um are, are fighting for change in some sort of way that I feel like people like there may be easy ways to actually find them just there's the internet now we can just search mm-hmm. and google and support in different ways it doesn't have to be um you know with free your finances like I'm sure there's other ways mm-hmm. but it's just something like a thought that I've been thinking about and with um yeah. Jackie Ina she also allegedly was quite silent about the SARS movement when it was happening mm-hmm. when it all at least when it was large on social media she wasn't really speaking yeah. out much so I think that's why people were coming with like extra vim um, which because, uh, which makes sense. Yeah, it does make sense. How is this? How is this woman? How does she keep missing the mark? Because there was also outrage when she brought out her carnival collection. You know, mm. like she keeps missing the mark. How do you keep missing? Like, who is your team? Why is no one fact checking? No, why is no one trying to see like why people might be outraged or just checking yeah. checking things? Because you know, like this isn't even like the first time. You know, mm-hmm. it's happened a few times now. Yeah, um, it's true. It's which true. is such a shame. But mm. yeah, but the whole blocking, no, don't be blocking. Just go and chat to your team and be like, oh, I think we missed the mark here, or this is what, yeah. this is the reaction we're getting. The Nigerian mm-hmm. community are not happy. So we need to change this because that's the one community you don't want to be pissing off. Yeah. <laughs> when that is, when you are part of that community, you know, like. True. <laughs> very true um but yeah that's just something that a lot of people are talking about on social media and yeah mm. kind of interesting um something a bit more um like a lot sadder actually it's really sad so um there's a guy called Raphael Gill unfortunately passed away um I think this was in 2020 2019 I'll have to check sorry guys but um he was arrested by the police for driving um for speeding and for having cocaine in his system um but he made it clear to the police officers this is in london that he um is epileptic and he has fits um or seizures regularly oh um, actually sorry i'm sorry to interrupt but like i thought you you can't drive if you have regular seizures I think I don't know if he has them regularly. Mm, it looks maybe I don't know. I don't. I never knew the guy, but sometimes I think you can. Like if if they're brought on by certain situations, and mm, maybe if it's like mm, a triggered situation. Yeah, but I thought yeah. I thought you can't drive. Like you're not. You're actually not allowed to drive if you suffer from seizures, mm. and like it has to. And you have to be be clear from having a seizure for a certain amount of time until you can drive that's interesting i don't really know that's something that i heard a long long time ago like my mom my mom's mentioned it to me from like school like when people's parents had like they they were epileptic and their parents couldn't drive them hmm yeah that's interesting um but anyway carry on sorry that's that's um well in the situation he was driving so neither here nor there oh 
I'm just reading this article now. So he actually wasn't um, medically assessed, but mm, I don't know how that works. He wasn't med- medically assess- assessed, but he had regular seizures, basically. So m- maybe it wasn't epilepsy. Maybe I've just created that from somewhere. I'm sure I read that somewhere. But anyway, he has regular. He had regular seizures. So in November 2014, um, he was being detained for drug offences and speeding. And... Um, officers, police officers noticed that he was having fits. So they were like, okay, right, we need to call paramedics. They called the paramedics, but they had to call them multiple times um, after, this was after he had three seizures. They kept calling paramedics. They were taking their time. They were taking their time. And then when they come to the scene, um, they weren't really very speedy with mm. trying to assist him. The actual ambulance, there's two paramedics. The, the one that was the most medically trained decided to drive while the one that was wasn't as experienced was in the back taking care of him um and wasn't as experienced and um there was a lot of failures in the way that the paramedics treated him so they kind of Mm. they thought oh um he's maybe faking the seizures like you see there's body cam footage the police recorded like the the paramedics and they kind of they're very slow like it's it's like they're not taking it like a man is having a fit in front of you then he gets to the hospital and um is in A&E and there's not enough um beds like urgent beds available for him to be taken to one so he's on the side for a little while having his seizures still and then um he he the police he basically kept saying that he's worried that he thought he was going to die and the police were like no you're you're in the best hands now you're in the best hands um but eventually he unfortunately triggered and passed away and he was very young like from the pictures he looked very very young um and um basically reports have found by the people that um i think it's the coroner's office who review like people's bodies and um the the treatment from medical stuff they basically found that there was wrongdoing from nhs staff they didn't they didn't take it very seriously oh, and wow. um yeah the poor the poor guy passed away after having um multiple um fits or seizures mm. which is just it's so sad it's like did you say this was back in 2014 no this is 2019 but the, the oh, reports just come out now so that's why okay um it, it's a thing because yeah. his mum has been on the news talking about how um, mm-hmm. tragic it is but he's like um, he was like a young black man he's got well, he yeah. like, has a baby um, and really sad it's just like it's, it's a shame ugh. and it's like these these things need to come to light because it's like um, the like um, a lot of these um, medical medical staff they I mean I've said multiple times in this podcast that they can kill and mm-hmm. like um, they just because this guy was in police custody, he was being arrested. They decided mm. that his life wasn't as uh, wasn't as of value in a yeah. sense. It's that like they weren't taking their job seriously. It's true. As soon as you you're just, like black and you're a male mm-hmm. and you're labelled as a criminal, like the police have called them. He's got drugs on him potentially. He's he's taking mm-hmm. drugs. It's like his value of life seems to go down like if that was a yeah. child you, they should be treating everyone the same in my eyes they should yeah. be treating every single person the same if that was Everything a child who a was having emergency. fits like that they they wouldn't be so slow yeah. and and it's it's just not fair yeah. and it's just amazing like just the fact that the police were the ones who would just be like no trying to reassure him trying to yeah. you know make sure that he's okay the police stayed stayed there mm. you know um 
and yeah that's yeah. just that's just disgusting but like yeah. literally like we need to there needs to be obviously like all of this diversity inclusion training and whatever that like, obviously this was pre-george floyd but still it's like like I'm sorry, they found that the UK wasn't racist. They had a whole report saying that the UK wasn't institutionally racist when clearly there's so many reports that are now coming mm-hmm. out showing that clearly the UK is, clearly that people have these biases because those paramedics yeah. had the bias, seeing that he was a black man, seeing that he was in the custody of the police and decided that his life wasn't of value. And that just that just goes to show, that just goes to show the state of this UK. It's true. Like, and it's like multiple reports again and again from yeah. different areas and different um, institutions around exactly. how black people are treated it's in not every single area. Black people being failed, like every yeah. area, there's issues. Um, yeah, and it, exactly. It's just not a coincidence, especially yeah. with what you said. So many different institutions. Mm. It's not a coincidence. <laughs> White supremacy is everywhere. Literally, just like what well, institutional racism is everywhere. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because this Britain is institutionally racist. <laughs> yeah, they just yeah, oh, yeah it, it's just so sad. I, I hate hearing mm-hmm. these types of stories, but um, they need to be spoken about because people need to be like we always talk about medical racism and like things that are happening mm-hmm. in um, throughout the NHS because we've had such bad experiences. <laughs> like, yeah, it's just yeah, we need to keep reminding people that look, it's not just the police. Mm-hmm. It's also medical staff. It's also teachers. You know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. the bigger picture. They can all kill. Yeah. It's also, yeah. The, it's also those receptionists too. Yeah. I'm still it on is you those guys. receptionists. <laughs> I haven't seen them in a while, but I know <laughs> I, I need to go doctor soon. So we'll see how that goes. I need to. I need to register for a new doctors. If they give <sighs> us any slots and appointments, because you know, these days yeah. it's like you try and book an appointment and you're causing a problem. God. <laughs> Yeah, you have to call up at 8am. Yeah. And also, the other day, I had an asthma checkup over WhatsApp. Mm. Like, no no <laughs> voice, any, That's nothing good to do with voice. Yeah, I, I did find it kind of cool, but at the same time, I thought, how can you tell, like, that... But how can they tell when they call you up, though? No, but the, first it started with me going in real life. Then COVID happened, and then they'd call me up, and I thought, okay, right, this is temporary. Like, and now it's WhatsApp. <laughs> now, even before COVID, I used to have it over the phone. Did you? Yeah. Uh, hmm, I didn't. Yeah. I used to go in there. Yeah, before COVID, I used to just have them over the phone. Like, the nurse would just call me and just be like, oh, how's your asthma getting on? And I'm like, oh, not bad. <laughs> <laughs> and then just ask the questions over the phone. Mm. Um, yeah, I guess they've just they just trust that you know your body well enough to know yeah. if you're like and wheezy like, and out of breath. Yeah, because I haven't come in like yeah. with, with with it being an issue. They're just like yeah, they just said, oh, we can do we can just do a um, a checkup over the phone. Mm. Yeah, I'm guessing the more severe ones, they probably do invite them in. But well, yeah, um, well, no, but people will book the appointments, isn't it? Yeah, true. And they'll go if it's playing up, like because they tell you make sure you book an appointment if it's paying up and that mm, so yeah oh asthma gang <laughs> <laughs> gang gang <laughs> um oh, sorry guys another racist incident so um a semi <laughs> sorry guys <laughs> what's new over here <laughs> yeah what's new what's new um so a semi-professional footballer his name's Billy Basari who's only 21 was left hospitalised after being set upon by two white men on 22nd of July whilst <laughs> collecting a suit um, from a shopping centre so um, 
I know. The attackers with a pit bull dog. Oh my God. The fuck? Fuck that. Fuck that. Nah, you guys know know what I feel about dogs. <laughs> you guys know. <gasps> a pit bull as well. Dogs. So many people the have pit bulls around where the I most live. most terrifying. <laughs> oh. Where is this place? Nah. Guns Wharf Quay or Quay? Quay? Um, Key. Key, yeah, that's it. Sorry. <laughs> um, Quay. <laughs> no, but I say Quay as well in my head. Yeah. And it's like Key in it. Yeah. Is this London? Hold on. No, Portsmouth. Portsmouth. Oh, damn. So, yeah, they, they set up on him with a pit bull dog and they called him the n-word before attacking him and breaking his jaw one of the men the who was a red- allegedly breaking his jaw yeah i thought you said something else what did you think i said i thought you said the r words oh my god ew oh god yeah okay breaking breaking yeah. with a b um one of the men who was allegedly carrying a knife has since been arrested and released on bail excuse me <sighs> Ugh. However, Hampshire police told the Independent, this is an independent article, that it has no information to suggest it was a hate crime. I'm sorry. Except for that they was were using racial up? slurs. Oh my God. Except that they called Mr. him the N-word before setting the dog on him. Mad. The footballer, who cannot talk at the moment, because he's got a broken <gasps> jaw, is <Because> now <laughs> unable to eat solid foods for the next six months. His family say... And must have a permanent metal plate inserted in his jaw. And oh my football God. is his full-time job. His his football career may be over. Oh my um, God. The police took almost no. two weeks to make contact with the family. They need to go to jail for life. Because you know how Mad. much money that, that man is missing out on? Yeah. They need to be in jail for life. And they, he was probably just setting off on his career. Do you know what I mean? Literally. When you're 21, you're a footballer. It's like you've got a few more years nah. to like really bash it out. That's and so he, sad. And he, he went to collect a suit. Mm. Unprovoked. Disgusting. Again, these people just attack people unprovoked. Like, but this UK isn't racist. Remember, oh. this UK isn't racist. Remember, just, just so you know. Nah. It is just disgusting. Apparently, disgusting. he's a really nice ma- young man as well. That's what his, his oh. team has said. Like, it's just, oh, it makes me feel sick. Oh, I pray that he recovers and he can actually, and he can still have a career. Yeah, because same. that's just awful. Yeah, so Hampshire police have confirmed that a 23 year old man from Kent was arrested on suspicion of wounding with intent, criminal damage, and possessing a weapon in a private place in connection with the attack. Oh, yeah, he's the one that was released on bail. But it's like, sorry, this man, like, <laughs> this man travelled, did he travel all the way from Kent or does he live there? Like, what makes a 23 year old. But then we've seen younger people do worse. But it's just like, mm. it's, it just makes me feel sick. Because it's like, oh, these are the people that I probably went to school with. Like, mm. <laughs> running around angry at black people for nothing. Literally. But yeah, yeah. That, I just hope he recovers and he can actually have a fulfilling career. And yeah. get back to normal. And mm-hmm. just so sorry to hear about this. It's just awful. Mm. With a fucking pit bull dog. Mad. Oh my God. No. Mm. No, that's just terrifying. It is terrifying. Um, well, it is raining. But, yeah, sorry, it's raining loads. Rain you can probably hear the rain through this. I'm sorry if you can, but let's celebrate. <laughs> like we've been literally in 
a sunstorm for like a month. Yeah, I haven't seen rain in a long time. Mm. And it's been too hot to skate. (laughs) Yeah. I haven't even skated. And all of the like parks are like dried up. There's no greenery anymore. Yeah. That happens every summer in London though. Yeah, that's true. But you think they'd have gardeners for like the nice parks now? Like people Mm. go around and just water everything. But watering the grass. Yeah. You think they have sprinklers, but I don't know. That's a lot of money, and the parks are all public owned. Yeah, remember true. This, this country has no money. That's mm. why ele- electricity bills are going to be what three thousand mm. pound <laughs> or something like that. <laughs> I actually might. Oh, I might not survive. Like this is just. Mm. I thought you were going to say you were going to join the don't pay. Campaign. Oh yeah, I could do that. Actually, you're allowed to do that, ain't you? I mean. Yeah, but I'm not too sure, like, you know, when it's like, you're not too sure yeah. kind of like what the consequences are going to be <laughs> and yeah, like what are they going to do and, you know, is like, yeah. And like, mm. is, will everyone just not pay? But then the thing is like, some people physically cannot pay. So yeah, <laughs> like, you know, even Martin Lewis is telling us not to pay. Like, I'm sorry, when yeah. Martin Lewis is telling you, no, what guys, just don't fucking we pay. To him. Yeah. How are you how are you meant to pay? Like, I'm sorry, this guy is money man. He's trying to do it. He's trying mm. to, you know, the do money it. saving like, expert. Literally, he's trying to like give us the best chances with our money, like, and with our credit scores. If he's saying, guys, I don't blame you, just don't fucking pay. Like, <laughs> You know what? I do actually listen to him. Like all of his advice Definitely. is good advice. And even my parents just it growing is. up, they were like, oh, Martin Lewis. Like he's a big name yeah. over here. He is a massive name, massive name. Because I listen to everything. Like all the time I'm checking like my my, my tax deductions on his website. Mm, yeah. <laughs> just trying to see like, what is my salary? What is my take home salary? What will, what could my potential take home salary be? Mm. And just like, you know, just, and just trying to see, can I live off that? Yeah, I don't think I can, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyway, Gosh. so anyway, yeah, went off on a little tangent, but it's fine. Um, yeah, we pray that we pray that he um, recovers and can actually pursue, carry on with his football yeah, career. Yeah, I really like, hope so. It's, it's awful. Yeah, it's so sad. Um, but. Some nice news, but also kind of sad. Serena Williams is retiring. Oh, I think it's just nice she news. Wants... I don't think it's sad. It's kind of sad because I I enjoy seeing her in action. Um, but... but then it's like she's, she's like she's she's, she's leaving it. at a high. She's mm. got like the most. She's got the most money. Do you know what I mean? And yeah. like that's yeah. what I was reading. You know, she's got her. She's got a beautiful child. She's got a beautiful family. Um, I don't know yeah. if she's got two children. How many children does she have? No, she's only got one, but she wants to have another one. Okay. That's why she's retiring. There you go. You know, beautiful family. And it's just like, yeah. no, good for her. Her career like has been good, you know? Yeah. Like, she's, how, like, how fantastic. So this article here, Eurosport says, the 40 year, she's 40 and she's still a full-time 40. athlete. Madness. Come, wow. <laughs> Come on. Mad. 40. That woman it does not look 40. No, she's incredible. Um, but the 40-year-old is all, is the most successful tennis player in the Open era and has spent 319 weeks as world number one. Mad. She 319 just... weeks. 319 yeah. weeks. Oh, gosh. 
Look at legends. Yeah. Look at look at legends. Our black queens. Yeah. yeah. And the fact as well that she had such a struggle with um, giving birth. Like she was one of those yeah. women that came out and said she almost died when she gave birth. Oh. It's like, so you can do that and you can still bounce back. Like it's just... Literally. It's crazy. Amazing. Amazing. Mm. Wow. How fantastic. Like, yeah. you know what? She's, she's had like her career has been amazing. Yeah. Just, yeah. Just like good for her. Yeah, I'm really happy for her because it's like she's her husband seems like he really loves her. He loves her child. Yeah. Like she seems to have the cutest family unit, and yes. um, she seems happy. So yeah, like you got on her Instagram. That. It's so cute. Like her posts oh, are so it? sweet. Yeah, mm. <laughs> yeah. Just but, oh, that's so nice, and it's just nice being able to actually kind of see see a legend's career all the way through. Yeah, you know, definitely. and like, and yeah. they're stopping while they're still on top. Like, she's still mm. on top. You yeah. know, it's amazing. So true. I need to watch the movie. Um, you know, the one King that came out recently. Yeah, I haven't seen it yet. I need to see it as well. I haven't watched it either. Mm. I've got loads of movies yeah. to catch up on, and then Never Have I Ever has also come out. The new. Oh my season. gosh! Yeah, I went to start watching it, but I didn't. But oh, what I did mm. watch though. Um, so I watched the new series with Neil Patrick Harris, um, Uncoupled, mm. and it's yeah, so you good. mentioned this. And it's just so nice just watching Neil Patrick Harris actually play a character which is actually like like yeah. himself, you know, like and I just I just it just makes me feel like, oh, this is what pride is. Like I understand this is what pride actually is. Because like yeah. he's played he is a fantastic actor. Yeah. One of the, one of the most amazing actors. Seen in so many things, like from I like, like him even in Gone from, Girl. Yeah, and even from sorry, I'm I'm gonna be going old school. Mm. I swear this guy was in this. It was in this show that I used to watch when I was really little, and I shouldn't be watching it. Called Undercover Undercover Brother, <laughs> and it was like a seventies themed movie. I've never heard I of swear, it. And I swear Neil Patrick Harris was in it, and he was like the white boy trying to be in with the blacks. <laughs> I've never heard of that. And I swear that Neil Patrick Harris was in it. Um, yeah, because that's just what I remember him from. Mm. <laughs> but like, as in from ages ago, and then obviously How I Met Your Mother and whatever. How I Met Your Mother, I'm not a big fan of that. But um, Neil mm. Patrick Harris, still amazing actor. He was the best actor in, in How I yeah. Met Your Mother as well. Um, mm. And obviously series of unfortunate events, like amazing. Yeah. And um, I just, yeah, just, it's just nice to see him being able to play a character where, Oh, you can actually be yourself and being and be like the producer of a show where okay, it's it's majority um a majority gay cast and majority and mm. the storyline is is a um is a gay sto- is a gay storyline kind of thing and mm. like everything is around that and I just it's just I'm just like this is what pride is. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like He's True. done so much and he's come back and now he can and now he's doing like, oh yeah, this I'm doing this for like me and my community kind of thing. Mm. And the story is so good. Like literally. Is it I'm, on Netflix? I was, yeah, it's on Netflix. I was triggered, guys. Mm. Guys, these men. <laughs> men ain't shit still. <laughs> like, <laughs> men are trash still. But um yeah. Like, but it was great. The gaslighting, ugh, mm. gosh, triggered. Nice triggered mm-hmm. but yeah it's really good so i have i haven't given you any spoilers there go watch it i really enjoyed it yeah. i was laughing and it's also got um jay from my Earth and kids in it 
So yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> hmm, it sounds good. Yeah, I might, I might watch good. that one episode. See, see what it's about. Yeah, I just binged um, it in one go. I've yeah. started watching. Well, I've been on and off of watching the anime you recommended, the Rascal um, Doesn't Dream of Bunny Girl. Oh yeah, that one. And how are you finding it? I really like it because it's kind of like a mystery. I'm like, Thank what the you. fuck is going on? I'm like, I'm so confused, but I'm really yeah. mesmerized by their relationship. I'm like, so you, yeah. you like each other, but you don't like each other. But he's not. He he can see her sometimes, but he can't see her. And I'm just like, what the fuck is? He's got all these scratches on his chest. I'm like, what? What's going on? What is going on? I'm it's so confused. So good. <laughs> oh my gosh! And then, oh, when you watch the movie, I was bawling. Really? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. I'm. Kind, I'm. I am invested. Like it's one of them ones where if I've got enough time before bed, I will put it on and I'll sit mm. and like because with with anime, I've noticed like or anything with subtitles, I do kind of need you to focus. To I can't just drift yeah. off really because I want to actually know what's going on. Like I want to yeah. read the subtitles. Okay. So, after yeah. that. What, when you finish that then watch um, Promise Neverland yeah it's on my list I think I went to start yeah. it and watch it with someone but then that someone mm-hmm. just became it's unreliable no so I was like yeah and it's no longer here so <laughs> I mean I mean they're still alive but <laughs> yeah they're, they're still alive just, it's not, it's not in, in my picture. life yeah <laughs> maybe I need um, to find someone else who yeah the Promise Neverland next watch. Yeah. And, um, yeah, with the promise in Neverland, I'm really sorry, but um, I only watched the first season. There's no point even bothering with the second season. Just don't even really? Bother. Yeah, they but ruined then, it. Don't you want to see it all out? Like what happens? No, they they ruined it. If you want to know oh. what happens, read the manga. Like that's what I've been told. Mm. I think I would like to actually, because I've watched reviews of it and I've watched reviews of the manga. And, like the way they're mm. so passionate, I'm just like, okay, like I want to be that passionate. I want to. I want to see what they've been seeing, what yeah. they were looking at and stuff like that. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so I think that is a manga that I would probably try and read because um, mm. I've heard that it's amazing. In the second season, basically they rushed it and they mm. didn't do it justice. And literally, apparently they missed out a whole arc, which is like the major turning point in the series. Yeah, and everyone, um, like obviously, all the manga readers are vexed about it. Like they're so angry mm. that they just ruined it so much. Um, yeah, mm. yeah, and it's just such a shame that it's such a letdown because it the it sounds like it's such a well thought out story. Yeah, um, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm. I feel like right now summer is not the time to be watching lots of stuff. But once yeah. it gets to that autumn season, I'm ready to be settling <laughs> down and watching my movies. Yeah, I'm so excited. Oh yeah, I'm. Oh, I'm excited for winter anime season. Okay, and if anyone <laughs> wants some new anime, just a recommendation. Um, Spy Family is so cute mm. and it's so good. Yeah, definitely recommend that one. It's <laughs> a, a spring summer one. But um, yeah, those are our, that's our anime corner. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, right, we um, move on. To- <laughs> Yeah, lots so, of stuff's going down. Yeah, back onto some heavier topics. So, okay, trigger warning for this part. We're gonna um, put a trigger warning for um, sexual assault. Trigger warning for rape, also. Um, but so, re- and also trigger warning for like kind of race play fetch and fetishes and stuff like that as well. Mm. Um, 
that's those are kind of the things we're going to discuss. Um, so basically, this week, um, one of our faves, Murad Morali, and I am going to, so I'm still going to call him our fave, one of our faves. Like, I still mm. think, I still agree, like, he is still kind of one of my favorite, um, creators mm. out there. Um, yeah. So there were, so this week, like last week, this week, um, it came out that he, um, some footage, like videos came out mm. of, um, that was allegedly Murad's where, um, so basically I'm just going to talk about what I saw from what you sent me, yeah, Diana. Yeah. So first, um, you sent me some screenshots and it had basically, there was like a caption with, that was kind of using like a lot of racial slurs, um, being like, um, on apparently, and this is, this is on OnlyFans, I think, where, mm -hmm. um, apparently Murad's, um, username on OnlyFans was the Arab master, um, and where in one of the captions he was um, using the N-word, etc. And also there was a video and basically um, like the whole the whole account is is like around foot fetishes. And there's a video of him like slapping someone in the face with his feet, stuff like that. Mm. Um, and I think to be honest, at first look, this all looks very violent. Yeah, it looks shocking. Um, when I saw it, I was like, ah, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. Um, and as well, I remember, Deanna, you sent it to me and you were like, oh, and you said that you think it was fake and all of that, you know? Mm, um, yeah. So like, yeah. So first look, it all looks very violent. However, I think we all need to reel it back a bit and remember that, okay, Murad, um, and also, or and whoever like whoever kind of is on OnlyFans and has foot, foot fetishes at the end of the day like these people are sex workers and I and mm. personally I don't believe in shaming sex workers I don't mm -hmm. believe in shaming people's fetish, fetishes like if people have a fetish have a foot fetish and they have paid this person to um to to consensually slap them in the face with their feet they have consented mm -hmm. to that. Like while it, while to us on the outside, it's looking, oh, this is looking very violent. Mm. We need to remember this person has actually consented to that. And like, and let's not kind of kink shame those people. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, but yeah, also like, don't get me wrong though. I'm, I'm not like I do, I would, and I will always side eye kind of the thought of like race fetish play. Like I'm, that that yeah, does just that does just make me feel a bit that's a bit uncomfortable. We spoke um, about this in an episode as well. If like people yeah. want to look back and hear what we think. Yeah. Um so yeah, like anyway, these allegations came out. Um and Murad put out a video where he is addressing his past. Um which like is being seen as his apology video. Um and like mm. uh, there's a lot of people criticizing that he didn't actually apologize. However, like in the video, he is said, and like, this is all up to everyone who like, like if you want to believe what he says, that's that's up to like the viewer to, to believe mm. it or not to believe and to choose what they want to think. So like the thing is, he has said that the captions was not him. He didn't write any of that in the captions. Um, so he's saying that he didn't use like the N word, blah, 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 blah. And that that wasn't him. So, and then in the video, he's just addressing kind of, his past 
and kind of why he thinks he's like this at the moment. He mentioned about when he was 14, um, he he was um, trigger warning again. He was raped multiple times um, by someone who was older and someone who was of authority. And also in his place of worship, he mentioned that in the mo- when in the mosque he was raped a lot of times. Um, and then he just do- and how like from that he kind of develops this foot fetish. He's always been questioning why he's a freak and how this is the reason why he even went to decide, he decided that he would study clinical psychology mm. um, and stuff like this. Cause he was trying to work out why, why is he like, call it, these were his words. Why is he a, a, a freak as such? Um, like, and all of this, just to be honest, like watching the video for me personally, like I was heartbroken by that. Mm. I feel like it's just really upsetting um, to see that like he, that he had to go through, that he went through all of that at such a young age and that in, in his um, way to get out of that, he um, just felt like he just needed to get money to get out of that situation. Mm-hmm. And one of the one of the ways he did make money was by having an OnlyFans account and getting paid and then and mm-hmm. doing foot fetish um, things. And the thing is as well, like, um, I don't think he used to hide his OnlyFans account. I think when he kind of first yeah. started and stuff, he used to have his OnlyFans account in his bio and had a foot by it. And then he has, and he, he has had like people who have foot fetishes following him stuff like that and which like why wouldn't they when he's saying when he's showing that he does feet content mm-hmm. you know like and I don't and I don't think that's weird or appalling that people with foot fetishes are following him and yeah. that he has an OnlyFans account catered towards that I don't think that's appalling and I also don't believe like because people are saying oh he hasn't apologised I don't believe sex workers need to apologise for doing sex work so mm. like in my opinion I don't like because he's a he he himself said that it wasn't him with the captions so like it just depends if you want to believe him or not but yeah. if if the captions and the racial slurs weren't him I don't understand why he needs to apologize for doing foot fetish content that he's getting paid for on OnlyFans that's consensual mm. so yeah yeah I think I, I agree with you. The only thing that puts me on the fence a little bit is that one of the videos, it clearly sounds like him saying you dirty N-word, you dirty N-word mm-hmm. over and over again. And it's like, that was that definitely, in my mind, that you can't dissociate yourself from that because that's your voice. Yeah. Like, um, yeah, And yeah. it's all linked to your account. So then that also makes me think you probably did write those captions. Like if, yeah. if that's part of what you're verbally saying, then you probably did write all of those captions. And like, same as you, I don't have a problem with people's fetishes, except when it comes to race play. I think race play mm-hmm. is just so, like we spoke about it before, but when, mm-hmm. when, when they're basically when it's it's like everything revolving around race play is just it feeds into the stereo negative stereotypes about certain ethnicities and it's just it's like if you subconsciously are thinking this and saying this then what are you doing in your day-to-day life like is, Mm -hmm. is this how you see so if you do the whole um like master and submissive kind of thing is this how you but actually then, see black people in real life? Like, but then I, as well, like 
just just addressing um because mm. you mentioned the word like the the master and submissive but that that is like like say say removing the race play mm. like him call himself the arab master makes sense if he's a dominant yeah so yeah. like you if know so even own. when yeah yeah so even when we're talking about um dom and sub um like relationships and and stuff like that well then that actually does make sense um but then obviously like yeah coming back to yeah, it yeah yeah um, if we're like bringing into the bringing the racial slurs into it okay that that is an added an added on thing where it's like okay you know like what is this about but then I also side either people who are paying for the race play mm. because yeah you know like yeah and especially um sorry I didn't I didn't want to cut you do you want to carry on it. sorry um yeah so I I kind of I feel like it probably was him that said that stuff mm-hmm. but people aren't gonna agree with me on this I know because I've watched lots of commentary channels talk about how everything that he's done is disgusting blah blah but I just feel like this it was a while ago Mm -hmm. the guy was trying to get himself out of an awful situation where he was being raped like he said in his video he was on OnlyFans trying to make money so that he can move away from Mm -hmm. the the, the place that he was being raped all the time so yeah like I'm kind of I feel like people mm, people can think what they want but I'm believe in forgiveness and I believe that everyone can choose to forgive when they want to and choose to like I I can forgive him because well he hasn't actually apologized yet I think it would be it'd be interesting to hear I don't know he probably won't even own up to it if it was him writing that stuff yeah I can forgive him but I'm not gonna forget Mm -hmm. like you can't get that out of your head really but I do think that I do think that people are like there's a lot of conversation around oh well he's like this is what happens when you uplift non-black black people who to- talk about black issues all the time but it's at the same time it's like a lot of us actually listen to different creators and like Murad mm-hmm. isn't the only channel that we all listen to and if he is then yeah. maybe you should be questioning what content you consume like, because exactly that's not really my problem like I've got lots of creators that I listen to and I I love watching Mm -hmm. Mirage just one of them and I feel like he's done so he's done a lot of work as I'd say that he's an ally from the past few years the work that he's done kind of proves that he's an ally because he's constantly uplifting people calling things out and -hmm. pointing things out when they're wrong not just for black people yeah he goes to the protest the thing is I haven't been I haven't been to no protests I've never mm. been to a protest. Like, you know, and I, and I won't even lie about that. I've never been to a protest. Like, Murad has been there, like, um, front and center. At, he was front and center at Black Lives Matter. I'm sure he was at the NSARS mm. um, protest as well. Like, you know, and he, like, he's, he's, uh, like, yeah, I would say he's the definition of an ally. And definitely yeah. um, for something as well that was allegedly done so long ago, five five to six years ago. Um, we're saying mm. like this this man looks like he's actually put in work to actually unlearn yeah. his behavior it's like and what also, do we want to happen next like yeah. what, what's going to be good enough for people to just not forget exactly. about it but just stop like, like shouting about it because cancel culture let's be it's real happened. it's bullshit <laughs> you know mm. cancel culture isn't yeah. real um what, one thing I do want to also mention, like, and I don't know, like maybe you guys will think I'm sympathizing. Like maybe I am because of the situation. Like 
yeah, I am sympathizing quite a bit, but I'm also thinking about how like in Asian culture, Asian culture being kind of like parallel to black culture in the UK, yeah. Like there mm-hmm. was a time when like a lot of Asian people will call each other the N word. Do you know what I mean? Mm. And a lot of Asian people kind of being involved in black community, like like would use would use the n-word and it's the same we've seen that as well like kind of in american culture where you got like um white latinas um saying the n-word mm. stuff like that and it's kind of looked at as okay kind of thing you know even mm. like there's been the discussion about cardi b saying the n-word stuff like that and mm. um you know so like there's always there's always been these arguments i feel like for something that as well that was five or six years ago and that that sort of thing was like was quite common. He was he what Morad's like twenty four now, so he would have been what like no, he's twenty six, eighteen, nineteen or something. He's twenty six. He's older than me. Yeah. So okay, so he would have been like um twenty, like still mm. still still quite young. Twenty twenty one, still quite young. Like, but obviously can be held accountable, which I yeah. think like he knows that he can be held accountable. Um. Yeah, like I I kind of just feel like um. Cause even like, so he's he's like one year younger than me, kind of thing. Like mm. I'm just thinking about back to when I was twenty twenty one. We were only just starting to start to unlearn these things and starting to question these things. Then, do you know what I mean? Mm. Um, that's that's not me like excusing his behavior. Like I I don't excuse it because I myself don't use like the n word. But that was mm. me purposely doing that. That's me telling black people don't be don't be using that word around me, kind of thing as well. Mm. So. Um, um yeah yeah like like, i can't say that i'll be his biggest cheerleader now but i'm i'm not like i'm not when someone's just come out and they've said like people might think oh he's just saying that for sympathy but it's like the guy's been raped he's trying to get himself out of situation i've got better things to do with my time than be like shaming or shouting and screaming about how this guy's a prick or he's a racist idiot because there's a lot more people that are doing worse than what he's doing Mm -hmm. and i know like just a lot more people who want to do the learning and who aren't trying to be allies and the thing is he's not like people are saying that oh again this is what happens when you prop up non-black people who talk about black issues but he also talks about issues that affect his own community like if you guys like sorry but i almost watch every single one of his videos for the past like four years or whatever he he literally talks about everything and black just comes into it it's an element because he talks about racism racism happens to black people a lot so he Mm -hmm. ends up talking about it it's not like that's his sole purpose as a channel like he talks about so much shit like and his reviews are interested he -hmm. brings different angles to stuff and that's why people like him it's not just because oh this asian guy is talking about black issues that's just a tiny part of his channel like that's not all he relies on exactly and i and the thing is as well when someone who like they they clearly have black friends like you've seen his mm. friends in some of his videos you see them in the yeah. background also watching love island with him you know like you you see that he it, like he's not just someone sitting on the outside looking into a community as mm. well um, yeah 100% i just feel like all of these things like kind of you kind of can look at as well and i just mm. um oh there was something else i wanted to say i've forgotten now but um, yeah, just like, okay, coming on to now this whole idea of cancel culture and stuff like that, like mm. for one, okay, let's think about how how convenient it is that these threads came out now. 
right after mm. Love Island has finished, right after he's had his Love Island event, right after he's just reached 300K subscribers, you know, like this is like the biggest point of his YouTube career so far, you know? Mm. And I think it's very convenient that these threads have come out now. And, yeah. um, you know, like, because like, these things are calculated. It is calculated when people want to put out these threads and stuff because they want to tear people down. Same with when they, with Nella Rose, they wanted to re-up her tweets when, yeah, when she got true. really big, you know. And, about um, black women as well. It wasn't yeah. even like about a different community. It was about her, herself. Her own community, herself. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> Literally. And um, like, this is the thing, like Oops. we know that there's haters around there. And as well, partially, I feel like, you like okay as a as a creator you know what content you've got out there Murad knew he has this content out there do you know what I mean yeah yeah and as well like if he wants to deny some of the content he he can because no faces are being shown in there that's the whole point mm-hmm. of sex work that's the whole point of like you you don't you don't show your face you don't show anything that can identify you okay like mm-hmm. he, and he to be honest he can deny it. He can deny that it was him, you know? Yeah. Like, and if that's what he wants to do, he actually, he he has, um, he's allowed to do that because mm-hmm. the, the sex work side of him is separated from his front facing YouTube side. So yeah. like um, personally, and I feel like as well for the safety of sex workers in general, they should be allowed to deny anything that comes up mm. that people are trying to relate back to them. Do you yeah, know what I mean? Because that stuff was exposed without his consent, probably. Like, mm, unless exactly. it was on a public forum. But I know OnlyFans, you're not supposed to actually share yeah. people's content. Yeah, because I even heard that on the news this morning, like how OnlyFans is actually safer with actually being able to receive content and taking content off and actually being mm. able to share it as well. It's actually a lot safer than other yeah. platforms. Um, mm, interesting. So, yeah. So, like, if he wants, like he could have just denied all of this and I think he would have been well within his rights to do that Mm -hmm. because yeah at the end of the day like this is this is sexual explicit content if he doesn't want that associated with his name like that's Mm. the reason why it's on OnlyFans that's the reason why his face isn't in anything you know Mm -hmm. at the end of the day it's a voice you like really you can't you can't pinpoint voices really obviously he talks a lot on his channel but you still can't pinpoint you still can't just say yeah that's definitely him yeah there's nothing to prove that it's definitely him the only things that will also make me think that it's him is just the fact that the mirror pictures it's like the same mirror the same angles the same Mm. corners in the house like it it clearly is you and he's already admitted that all of the foot stuff is him it's just those extra like the rate the racism is just not it's mm-hmm. not it's not nice but at the same time i'm not telling people oh everyone go and forgive him because every like any black person yeah. is, is entitled to do what they want to with that information exactly but for me i just feel like i want to see what he does next yeah um as in like i don't want to see I don't know. I just, I'm I'm not really 100% sure. I'm just sitting here and I'm, I'm not really thinking about it too much. I know that he's, he's like trigger warning mentioned before that he's tried to take his own life. So I just mm-hmm. think instead of bombarding the internet with like comments about how he's so wrong and blah, 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 just, I think it's fine to just leave things sometimes. Like it's, yeah. it's not every day, like shout and scream about something you don't like on the internet sometimes. Yeah. 
just to sometimes sit back. keep quiet yeah 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 like, especially you, when someone's mental health's like i know yeah. people say oh you shouldn't care about someone's mental health if they're this if they're that but it's like i actually care about everyone so like, i don't like yeah people bombarding hate towards anyone except mm-hmm. pierce morgan <laughs> and I, I just i just feel like as well it's a bit more nuanced because it's because it's sex work so mm. I just feel like that on top of it. Yeah, true. Like, and as well, the fact that like he got into sex work, like how a lot of people get into sex work because they feel like they're trapped in a corner and they can't get out. They don't mm. see any other way, you know? And yeah. he, this was the only way that he felt like he could get out of it. Yeah, you know? yeah. And Very true. I just, yeah. So like, and that's just, for me, that's my stance. I'm like, my stance is just like, I'm, not here to judge or shame sex workers like if you have a foot fetish like go off that's fine Mm. you know i just feel like i feel like as well a lot of people with a lot of some of the commentary videos it's very much like oh yeah if you have a foot fetish i'm not shaming fetishes or anything but it's not a bit of me but it's like yeah but like you you didn't need to add that little bit on the end how it's not a bit of you and how you think it's Mm. weird because that is Mm. that is part of the shaming you know like you know you've just said that you have disdain for it while saying that you're not shaming that very thing but it's like but you you just have shown that you that you are shaming it you know Mm -hmm. and um and i just feel like us as people who were not like paying for that content we can't kind of sit on the outside and just and judge it for being like oh my god this is outrageous when people want that content kind of thing Mm -hmm. um but yeah again like um, like I agree with you Diana. like I- I'm not telling people like what to think and yeah you should forgive him no like obviously it was it's very offensive to hear people saying the n-word regard- like you know regardless yeah. of what race you are um you know and and especially in kind of like the terms it was used especially in kind of like a fetish race play that is very offensive um mm. so of course like we wouldn't be telling you oh yeah forgive forgive him like this is all like use your if you take you use your own initiative you take your own opinion on it and like and if that if you feel like that's too much for you to kind of forgive know what that's that's fine um but mm. i just yeah i think i think because i'm just weighing up all like all of the all of the mm. things and then as well just the fact that he denies that part of it and it's just like it's, it's our choice if we want to believe him or not like from mm-hmm. from the video i'm kind of like to be honest he denies that bit so is there anything for him to apologize for i don't think so yeah personally yeah <laughs> like you know taking yeah. into account that he's denying the bit that we mm-hmm. should only be angry at Have the problem of yeah yeah so like in my opinion i'm kind of like well he doesn't have anything to apologize for. He can't, he shouldn't have to apologize for having a foot fetish. He shouldn't have yeah. to apologize for being a sex worker. Yeah. And at the end of the day as well, like if you never really knew who he was or never watched his content or never was really involved with his content anyway, then mm-hmm. um, I don't know why you'd want to jump on the cancelled bandwagon because like, say for instance, when these random people, was that girl's name? Elle Darby or Ellie Darby yeah. or whatever her name is. Like she came out, like she had loads of racist things and we spoke about it, but it's, I would never be like cancelled because I don't know the girl and I don't, I don't yeah. care enough to be screaming yeah. about, I'll oh, ruin her career and stuff. Like, but the thing is as well, I just, 
people care too much. Yeah, exactly. And as well, just like, I just want to talk about, because obviously Murad reviews, like the only reason I heard about the El Darby situation is because I watched Murad's review yeah. of her apology video. And like the thing is, is that when you look at these, at these influencers who like they just have out their random videos where they're using racist language, blah, blah, blah. They don't have any other content that supports that they've actually, that they are allies, that they do the work mm. and that they are learning and trying to actually support black community. Whereas when you have Murad where a lot of his content is about black content, but then on top of that, he's supporting kind of, he's supporting like black issues. Usually mm. you just get people who want to just take from black content. You don't hear them talking about mm. the black issues. You don't hear them extensively putting out videos on black issues and keeping mm. updates and making sure that all the hashtags are known, making sure that no, we need to be outraged on this thing. And and like, you know, remember like, let's use the hashtags in the right ways kind of thing. Like you don't see many yeah. people who aren't black doing that. And I feel mm -hmm. like, I'm sorry, we can see a true ally when, where there is one, we can. Yeah. So like, I feel like when all yeah. of that evidence is there as well, like I'm not gonna just be like, oh yeah, all of that is fake. No, cause like may maybe the other part of it was fake. Maybe mm. this, maybe the maybe the the stuff that has come up now was was the fake bit. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think people as well that are criticizing Mirad for being like the spokesperson for like black issues on YouTube. It's like, the guy is like when he says daily and consistent, he puts out like five videos a day sometimes. Literally. And on different random lie, different I things. Don't, I don't see anyone doing that. And I think if no. more people did that, I wouldn't say it's healthy because it does seem like it's a bit a bit overwhelming. Yeah. But I think if anyone did that and you know, the algorithm lo loves consistency, you're gonna blow up. Like you will blow up. And of he's course. he's put in the work and he's blown up. I don't there, there there probably is an aspect to it where some people do listen to him because he's an Asian male. But I, I do think he he puts in a lot of work and that's yeah. one of the reasons as to why he's blown up. So And the fact yeah. that his videos are short, they're easy to digest. Yeah. Like you don't have to be sitting there half an hour for him to talk talk on one topic. You know, like mm -hmm. there's a reason why why his content has blown up. And and the thing is as well, like he wouldn't, if he wasn't daily consistent and actually putting out all that content with his short videos, um, like it wouldn't have blown up as much. But the thing is mm. because he has like, again, like you said, five videos a day, but they're all snippets. They're all either like, they're all from three to eight minutes long. Like there's, yeah. it's just digestible. Mm -hmm. And and like, like and like come on, let's give credit where he's due. He's good at what he does, you know. And yeah. it's interesting to watch him, you know. And he's mm -hmm. like his character. He's like his character is is funny as well. He's like he yeah. and he seems like he and he seems passionate and he seems very real when when he's talking mm -hmm. about these things. And I, and yeah, even I know I that agree. some people are criticizing his his apology video and whatever, thinking oh yeah, he's fake, he's a narcissist, blah blah blah, but. One people use the word narcissist too much, man. Mm. But um, and uh, two, I just feel like, you know what? That that wasn't fake to me. Yeah, it was choppy. Yeah, he was cutting and putting things together. But I'm sorry, this guy is trying to talk about like trauma from his childhood. Of course, it's going to be choppy. And people were saying mm. about how all oh, those tears there weren't even any tears. No, what? I don't want to see him sitting there crying. No, good. Yeah, yeah. cut out that bit. I don't want. I it's don't want not to see drama. you. Yeah, literally, I don't want to see you sitting there crying for me to feel sorry for you. Like he was just very passionate and very upset. Yeah, and he cut out the bit with all the tears. Like you can see that he that that video probably took him a very long time to record, and then mm. he cut it down and and gave like you know, like mm -hmm. 
a normal length video where he was straight to the point. Maybe he cut out the bit where he apologized, but maybe he kind of fought back and forth. I like this bit. It wasn't me. So what mm. is there for me to apologize for? So, and you know, cause at the end of the day, what, what, like if that wasn't him, yeah. like if we're going, cause obviously in this video, he said it wasn't him. If that wasn't him, what does he have to apologize for? Yeah. Yeah. My, my last point on it is also like, uh, if these, this was all shared without his consent and it wasn't on a public forum, then mm -hmm. that also makes me feel really bad because like even for the people that had to witness it, because it's like, for me, I don't watch anything like that. And when I saw that, I yeah. was like, oh my God, people do this. And like, yeah. in my head, I, I felt a bit triggered. I was like, oh my God, I really don't like this. I really well, don't like And I'm triggering. sure a lot of people were like that. And it's like, we didn't all need to be seeing that on our Twitter. And whoever yeah. posted it is just bang out of order for doing it because yeah. it's affected a lot of people. <laughs> literally, because I didn't want to watch the videos when you sent no, it to me. My sister didn't like, either. Yeah, I don't want, I don't want to watch it. And then as well, and then I saw it. Then it's like, hold on, though. This is like, cause I didn't see like I like I'll let I didn't see the ones with, yeah. with the racial slurs. I didn't, I, and I wasn't going looking for the videos either because mm. I'm not bad mind to be looking for trauma. Mm. So you know, and I don't need trauma to be just popping up on my timeline like that, and for me to go mm. search for trauma. So I didn't go looking looking for those videos, you know. So I'm just going off from what I saw, and I saw him slapping someone in the face with his feet then it was like but wait but that's all consensual if you have a foot fetish and yeah. that's what and you want to be slapped in the face with feet then that you know and the, the guy sounded like he was enjoying it he was like obviously he sounded in pain but he sounded like he was enjoying mm -hmm. it so i'm sorry yeah. like it, they've consented this is all consensual so that like this is none of my business now it's consensual mm -hmm. um, yeah it's true yeah and the guy is paid they're paid mm. you yeah know. you just gotta remember that when you watch the, it they're they're happy paying customers <laughs> like mm. and they got the goods <laughs> that they asked for so mm. <laughs> that's that's another thing to con to to consider as well um but just like yeah the last thing that i want to say on this is that i just really i like you know what i personally still will support Murad's I just really hope that he is looking after himself. I hope that um, he takes a good enough time out and focuses on himself and is going to therapy and is just not blaming himself for things, for trauma that happened to him in the past. Mm. And um, and I just, just really hope that he's just looking after himself and that he, I know at, at the end of the video, he was kind of, saying a few like trigger warning like a few suicidal things and stuff and and he and like even in a recent video he he mentioned about being like how he's um trigger warning how he's um, been suicidal in the past and tried taking his own life um a, f a few times mm. and it's just like i just pray that he's just that he's be that his close family and friends his circle are around him and just making sure that he's okay and yeah yeah and he doesn't try to hurt himself because i'm sorry like this and this is the thing this council culture bullshit like when there's so many evil people in this world but mm. we want to be doing up canceling canceling our our faves 
you know, mm. want to be doing up counseling. Oh yeah, well they said this, so we need to drag them and get rid of their career. Like it's just like there's some so people many... were saying they've been waiting to cancel him as well. When I typed exactly. in his name, the haters. I was like, what is going on? Like people actually don't like him at all. Literally, like, the thing is that the haters, like the and the most, the most, the most loyal fans are going to be your haters, mm. and it's just so sad and as well the thing is because like him even getting to 300k to subscribers they waited until this time because a lot of these people have recently subscribed because of love island and watching all mm. of this love island content so then those those subscribers aren't going to be as um loyal committed you know? yeah yeah true. because they, they've only just followed him and then it's mm-hmm. like oh shit that's what he's about now nah, need to dis- disassociate ourselves and yeah, I just feel like cancel. Look, we all know that cancel culture is bullshit, and there's so many evil people in this world. Like, <laughs> I don't want to say is it really that deep, like because obviously it is a serious situation. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, like, who's the real enemy here? Yeah, and what do we gain from canceling him? Like, yeah. What do we actually gain? Exactly. Exactly. And like, I just hope that he'll be able to pick up his career again, you know? Like, because obviously, it's, obviously mm. it's going to be a bit harder than these blonde white girls because they can just bounce back quick. Um, him being um, like, you know, an Asian man. But um, I hope that he can come back from this. Yeah. Mm. Same. Hmm. Anyway. So... This is something that kind of relates to the topic. Mm-hmm. And it just got like me thinking, recently a lot of people have been talking about on social media, um, can a white person be an ally if they have uh, only white friends? They don't have any black friends, any Asian mm. friends. And it reminded me of one time I went to a protest and we were sitting listening to a speaker and then the speaker said something like, um, turn and hug the person next to you or like like yeah I think it was hug the person next to you okay. and there was these this white guy sitting in front of me and he didn't turn and hug anyone and then there was a white girl like near him and they didn't she didn't hug anyone and I was thinking it's your allies and I know this might be this is like kind of trivial and minor but I was, that did get me thinking so why are you here like what's your yeah. purpose here if you you don't want to communicate with people yeah I'm not saying you have to hug people but do you know what I mean I just found it a bit weird um but like but then flip- a little pat on the back or like oh yeah acknowledge yeah, like you're just right. all even yeah. turn and just look at someone like yeah literally I just found it very strange and then um it like I've been seeing people online sharing stuff around like if if you're white and you have no black friends or Asian friends or ethnic minority friends, then you can't say that you're an ally, which in this country, we've got to remember we are a tiny, tiny percentage of the population. So mm-hmm. I understand there are villages and towns like where I grew up, there's hardly any black people or Asian mm-hmm. people. So there are a lot of areas where white people just won't come into contact with black people but in cities I definitely do find it weird if your whole group is is white um do you think if you've got no friends that are non-white okay yeah I get you because it's like at some point you must have interacted with someone who is not white and and of a different race even like anyone where you could you've been in contact with them and you can say that you're like acquaintances at about a push you know like because mm-hmm. I, I was gonna say like to be honest well I don't like for me I don't really have any white friends anymore but then the thing is like I've met people through work 
that I talk to. Like I, I do go yeah, up and work, go literally. Like I go for dinner and I'll, I'll go for meals and stuff like with with people who I met from work and and stuff like that. And it's just like, and I would say, yeah, I would say that we're friends, you know. Mm-hmm. So it's like, yeah, I would, I do think it's a bit like I, not to say that okay, um, you see these people all the time, but it mm. is a bit sus if it's like you don't know anyone there's no one even in your wider circles that you know who is yeah. black like friends of friends like when you go to a party everyone's all white I think in London it's definitely a red flag I think in London yeah. if if you don't talk to like you're not friends with any black or Asian people from work or mm-hmm. from like your community like where you live I do find it weird outside of London not so much but um definitely mm. in here it's like why not like you're avoiding them then yeah <laughs> there has to be a reason yeah yeah i get that i get what you mean mm. um which is a, which is an in, it's an interesting one because it's an interesting thing to like because as well like if we use because it's kind of like you know when how you get some people who try to say that they're an ally because they have one black friend though yeah yeah because then that yeah your proximity to blackness doesn't make you any less like racist really yeah so does Mm. that validate that argument then because they they do have a black person in their circle it's true like what what does it mean if you've got people that are non-white that you get on with does it mean anything in the grand scheme of things like is it a big is it a big deal if you don't like Mm. and and we've even shown that people can be married to black people and not be allies yeah literally and have black children (laughs) or mixed race children adopted black children yeah yeah so it is true it is an interesting one yeah yeah because i just find it i feel like even the whole oh i've got a black best friend thing i do i do kind of see where some white people are coming from (laughs) when they say that because it's like yeah like i do get on with black people look i'm trying to prove look i do get on yeah. with them i don't have a problem with them but it's a stupid argument and it, it means nothing but it's but, not um, about proving yourself no one's asked you no, to prove it's yourself not. it's just about like can you just step up and do the things like if i'm telling you i've had rates of abuse do not negate my experiences it's yeah just stuff yeah. like that <laughs> true yeah, it's funny um, yeah, I was just wondering what you thought of that. Yeah. But like, okay, I feel like, and this, our next thing kind of like links mm. into this a bit. So on Twitter, Twitter's just bad vibes, man. Okay, I'm, I'm bad mm. vibes Twitter, yeah. Um, <laughs> everyone is uh, chatting about Kiki Palmer going on a chicken shop date. Um, mm. And like, okay, and me and Deanna, like obviously both like, I'm not really a fan of the chicken shop girl. Because I, yeah, I don't spoke I, about this. Like I yeah. don't find this content funny. Diana Diana likes a chicken shop date and like yeah. she watches it and she's just like I actually like yeah I enjoy it and mm. which is perfectly okay you know <laughs> it's perfectly okay mm. but um anyway so Diana was sending me tweets about the chicken shop girl which I do which some of the tweets I agree with then other then then it, then it's just like oh you guys are going too far again. <laughs> <laughs> What, what tweets stand uh, out to any, you um do you have any of them out up? in our chat oh, I'll in our chat. Look, let me let me check yeah i let think me a lot of people are unhappy about the i think the thing that stood okay. out to me was the fact that 
they're like she's bringing black people to a chicken shop it's like why chicken like why why black people yeah. it, and this it is, is a bit was... of a weird one yeah because this is what i was saying last time how comes the content hasn't moved on from the chicken shop why are we still yeah. doing the chicken shop <laughs> you know like and she's still just made and she's she's still blowing up doing the chicken shop Mm. isn't the chicken shop tired now um yeah but yeah has she visited every chicken shop in london yeah (laughs) well has she move on she probably has the amount that she's done you'd hope so no i think she's just in that same chicken shop she stays in the same Mm. one you know gives them all the money but um no she goes to different ones she actually does because she she tags the location yeah on every episode i don't know because obviously i don't watch her yeah (laughs) (laughs) so Okay, so the tweet that I did kind of that I that I kind of agreed with, but mm. I think she's just doing too much in this tweet. So it says, "Sorry to all your all your bum lickers, but I find the chicken babes content voyeuristic. The awkward wild." The awkward white girl amongst the blacks while eating chicken is offensive. It's quirky because she's white, and so many of you still crave that validation. So, like. I kind of agree with it. I kind of think she's, mm. she's it's a bit much, but but then but I agree with the whole kind of like um the themes of it being kind of voyeuristic and just mm. the whole kind of like the whole character of the awkward white girl around black people in the chicken shop. I do think it's just a bit like mm, like why is why is this still a thing? It still it just feels a bit like aren't we past this now? Um Yeah. And as yeah, well, it feels like, a bit like she's studying them as well. She's sitting yeah. there and like getting to know black culture, and she's like, "Oh, this is interesting." Like, yeah. like when Jane meets Tarzan, kind of vibes. Yeah, <laughs> yes. Oh my gosh, what a good analogy! <laughs> and as well, like just even that whole idea of like um, about so many of you still crave that validation. Like, I do feel like partially there is that whole validation of just wanting that that um wanting that approval from whiteness is still mm. there and it's like it's just weird that that like this craving of an approve of approval from whiteness in a black space is just mm-hmm. a bit like what is this about you know like the yeah, chi- like true. you know like like this white girl needs to come into these chicken shops for the chicken shops to be successful mm. it's like you know get more white people visiting the chicken shops it's like mm. <laughs> but, yeah you yeah. know so I, I so i i do agree with the tweet i feel like I feel like it's, you know, like um, a bit harsh, but then I agree. Mm. I, I get I get what she's coming yeah, from. the sentiment. Um, yeah. But what I don't agree with is how all these tweets were coming because of Kiki Palmer being interviewed by her. <laughs> yeah, because the thing is, she interviews black women. She interviews, I don't know, she, she's interviewed a few white women before. She's interviewed mm-hmm. white men. Like she does a mixture of everyone, but predominantly focuses on like hip hop culture and like... Yeah. Shade bar celebrities, basically the people yeah. that are shade bar always push. <laughs> yeah, but I just find it interesting that okay, because like the chicken shop girl, she always comes up, but it's kind of like I feel like with bad vibes Twitter, like she comes up when when there's a slight jealousy there. So it's like mm. okay, so the reason all of this has come up, back up is because Kiki Palmer was interviewed by her, mm. and which like I don't see a problem with it but like the anyway so then a tweet you sent me said hmm that chicken babe is mm. fast becoming the go-to interviewer for for the blacks why are we always here um and then underneath that the tweet is there's a tweet that says oh um oh how someone has 
I don't know who Enam is, but anyway, Enam has some cool opportunities, but there should definitely be more working with Nella. She's great at making people comfortable and delivering quality content or other black people in the space, to be honest. And it's just like, um, why, why is Nella's name always always dragged up in these things? Yeah, can we like leave Nella Rose out of everything? Like she can't be the Love Island presenter as well as the chicken shop date girl, as well and as the catfish girl, catfish. as well as the footlocker girl. Like give give her some time to rest. Literally. There are other black people in the country. There's, yes, there's <laughs> other black creators, not just Nella Rose. Like how comes like and content is just like gathering her friends. They used to be gathering her friends and just chatting shit. And yeah. that's what people loved her for, not for interviewing Interviews. people. literally and the thing is yeah okay i finally um no sorry finally anyway (laughs) the thing is that what (laughs) i just just think is interesting is how like why is it that um they're all shouting about oh kiki palmer shouldn't have gone on the chicken shop date blah 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 but then and they talk about all of these black creators that she could be being interviewed by but Kiki Palmer has mm. been getting interviewed by those black content creators. Like she was on yeah. Black Girl Living. <laughs> like, yeah, literally. You know, like this she's girl, not- she. It- that yeah. the girl's tweet is I wish Kiki Palmer didn't do that chicken shop interview there are so many other black platforms she could have chosen it's like well she did choose them like you're just yeah. not looking at them you know like, like, she went on a few interview panel the interviews that I watch like on YouTube or Literally. on podcasts like you need to go and look for them yeah and it's not like Kiki Palmer handpicks who she goes to get interviewed by she has no. a whole publicist the girl is getting paid come on now like she has a publicist of what of what people are seeing clearly chicken shop babe is where most people are going Honestly, uh, mo- mo- yeah, a lot where of- they make the money. Yeah, well, Chicken Shop Babe is clearly where all of you bad vibes Twitter see this content. <laughs> so, like, true, like, true. That, that was the correct platform for her to go on. Otherwise, you guys wouldn't have seen Kiki Palmer because you guys Literally. clearly listening to Black Girls Living. And, <laughs> like- and the thing as well, why why do they? Why, why must it be the black woman that has to say no? I don't want to be interviewed by exactly. this. Exactly. There's plenty and plenty of black men who have been interviewed by her. Yeah. Who have basically helped her prop up her career. So why is it now that more black women are being interviewed that it's like, oh, We're angry right, at the black really? Women. Yeah. Again, she shouldn't have taken that interview. Black women. Black women have to be the bigger people. But and why? The, the moral, the moral queens that yeah. know right from wrong about everything. It's like leave people alone. Like, like let like, them get If their she bag. wanted to go on the interview. Yeah, but she like, went on the interview. Who gives a fuck? And it and the interview sounds like it was good. Like I'm hearing a, seeing a snippet. Yeah, it's funny. And she and she asks about oh, what what object would you be? And Kiki says that she's going to be a rock. A and rock. it's just like actually, yeah. nah, that's 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 a good answer. That's interesting. And yeah, even it was her a reasoning, good her reasoning to mm. be a rock. Like she's being funny, but she's also being very serious. And it's just like no, I yeah. like that. You know. <laughs> <laughs> and also my algorithm now on like Facebook I click on Facebook and I'm getting Facebook um, story highlight things of Kiki Palmer like I mm. feel like I've just consumed a lot of Kiki Palmer content recently yeah. and I feel like all of these interviews are good for her because she's going to become a bigger name in the country and right. I, I just yeah people just annoy me the way that they're it's constantly like oh um, maybe like you should be going to black platforms and stuff it's like they are maybe, maybe you should start is. making threads of black platforms that she's been yeah. on rather than complaining or that she hasn't been on any maybe you should stop listening and watching black pa- platforms hmm. yeah maybe because you're the apparently problem. apparently all you guys watch is Murad Morali and um, <laughs> Chicken Shop Girl so 
Like, yeah, that is that is that all the black platforms problem? You know, because yeah, I mean, these lot sure ain't listening to us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's true. <laughs> but people saying, why is she the go-to interviewer for the blacks? She's not. She's, She's not. fucking not. Like, but, like, start changing the content you're consuming, please. Literally, please. gosh. And stop being angry at poor chicken shop babes. She's just still yeah. doing the same thing that she started doing how how many years ago? She's just doing the same thing. <laughs> like, yeah, I think just, people just, just like... It's, it's constantly when someone's doing good, everyone just all of a sudden flips and hates them yeah. it's like I bet you lot yeah. supported her about a year ago like yeah. you, you loved her content a year ago literally or maybe the year before because that was when Wiley was on there innit <laughs> yeah because I think they, they didn't like it Blair. but um, anyway but yeah like yeah you guys were loving her before yeah you know it's just very silly and it's just, it's just like... when it's literally you're right it's when people blow up that that's, what, that's when they want to be angry yeah that's when they want to be outraged like again these people that that follow you, your biggest your biggest stands are really could really be your haters, mm, and true. it's just such a shame. Like, yeah, but bad vibes Twitter, please stay away from me, stay away mm. from us. Like, yeah, I'd be like yeah. it so you don't. It's cool. It's you know. true. Like the time the time that black uh, black vibes, <laughs> bad vibes Twitter finds us. I'm gonna have to just like delete my socials because you know like how with Black Girls Living yeah. they clearly don't they clearly don't listen to Black Girls Living and they've yeah, got such a big get... platform and they have like a good vibes audience you know yeah it's true I think it's because the people that um, consume their all of their content from Twitter are the people that just like fast stuff they like their news quickly they like yeah. things instantly they like Mariah and Morali that, and they like chicken shit babes buzz. yeah yeah. yeah whereas podcasters because your episodes are so long, only People, the real soldiers yeah. battle they can, through power a whole through hour and a half episode. And actually, yeah. and actually are able to kind of like have that attention span to actually be like, mm. oh, what they're saying is deep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Let me stay for the positive vibes at the end. Yeah. You're yeah. right. If you know, you know. <laughs> if you know, if you, you don't, don't. I mean, we're going to... You don't. Well, if, you, if, you got, if you got to hear... If you're if you're still listening with us, I mean, you guys know because we're about to get onto some positive vibes right now. So, <laughs> you know, shout out to our real ones, yeah. <laughs> okay, so what are you injecting this week? I mean, is there anything you know, else my... you want to add? Sorry, I no, just kind of wrapped not, up. I felt like it not. was a good a good way to wrap up. <laughs> yeah, same. The, you know, mine's going to be really boring. It's going to be make sure that you're eating all of the food that you need to eat in a day. Make sure that you're getting oh, your nutrients. Nice. Cook a nice meal. Boring. Cook, you deserve a nice meal oh. to cook yourself a nice meal. I mean, my cousin cooks for me now, so. <laughs> That's, That's so good. I oh, know. She's, so just, she's just always cooking. And I'm just like, mm. cool. All right then. <laughs> um, my injector. I think mine is going to be... No, mine is going to be... I don't think this is boring, but I think it's quite like, it's just like simple, mm. but it's like, have, have faith in yourself. And you Aww. know, like, yeah, have faith in yourself, have faith in the, have faith in the things that you're manifesting for yourself. And because like, you just, you just never know when it's gonna manifest in your life and how it's mm. going to manifest in your life. And, um, and yeah, just again, I think cause I'm, it's cause of the position I'm in again, like, cause I'm, mm. yeah, where I, where I'm, <laughs> 
in life again like it's just kind of like <laughs> keep going <laughs> i'm in i'm in that phase again guys you like it might it might keep happening yearly <laughs> keep going era <laughs> yeah keep going um believe in yourself keep yeah keep faith in what you're manifesting in yourself and yeah keep manifesting yeah it's like mm. It's hard to stay like calm and not be stressed, especially when they're telling us that energy bills are going to be rising up to three thousand grand, thousand pounds. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, and we're not sure: do we pay our energy bills? Do we don't pay our energy bills? What do we do? Who knows? Um, I guess we'll wait until October and see what happens in it. Um, yeah, but it's scary. It is scary, and it's just scary. Like, what the fuck is this government doing? I mean, September the fifth, mm-hmm. we'll have a new prime minister, but. Like how long till we can get th- them sh- them out? Like, <laughs> like can, yeah. can we wait for them to <laughs> fuck up the country even more? Um, but Kalechi did predict Don't October something's gonna change, something's gonna switch. Yeah, and she did. October is when October is when the Don't Pay movement starts. We're meant to be not like you know, so something could could switch. I feel like, mm. and I feel like I was watching Navarra. Sorry, guys, I've gone off on a tangent. But I was watching Navarra <laughs> Media today, and um, yeah, it just seems like I feel like in October they need to start talking about nationalizing um, energy, like the energy companies. Yeah, mm. and I think that's that's what that's what the massive change needs to be. It's mm-hmm. it's the only way. Like, how else can we afford it? Why is it private? Why is it that these um big corporations are earning seven hundred billion, seven hundred billion in profits, guys? Yeah, it's just not even fathom- fathomable. <laughs> 700 billion like yeah i feel sick so um anyway yeah but positive vibes yeah keep faith in what you're manifesting mm. we need to end up the positive make a good meal mm. eat some good food yeah it'll yeah. cheer you up just repeat it again <laughs> yeah <laughs> anyway guys thank you guys for listening um we hope that you enjoyed this episode um if you are affected in of any of the things that we spoke about um we will uh, leave a link um to samaritans in our um caption um, mm. For this week's episode as well Because we did speak about a lot of heavy things um, But yeah um, Thank you guys for listening And you can mm-hmm. find us at Injected underscore pod on Instagram and on Twitter um, Yeah, yeah and I'm Alexandra <laughs> You can find me at <laughs> A-L-X-N-D-R <laughs> underscore N-I-C on Instagram And I'm Deanna And you can find me at D-E-A-N-N-N-A-B underscore On Instagram Thanks guys Thank you And we will see you next week Bye